3: Many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bye. Hey, Brendo. Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, taped live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. What a day in <sighs> AEW land, Larson. Earlier today, it was reported by Fightful. That CM Punk is in discussions with AEW to return to wrestling. And then today, Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson is reported to be have already signed with AEW. What's going on? What are the specifics here?
2: So this is from uh, Cassidy Haynes over at Bodyslam.net. Uh, so uh, Bodyslam.net is reporting that uh, the following, quote, an update as to the future of Bryan Danielson. Formerly known as Daniel Bryan, a source I have spoken to has told me he is locked in and has 100% already signed a contract with AEW. In addition, I was told that Danielson was wanting to work less dates for comparable money. He wanted the ability to be able to work in Japan and wanted to have creative input on his character, which he got. There are also tentative plans already in place for Danielson's AEW debut and a subsequent report. Uh, Bodyslam.net has some details on those plans. This is what they said, quote, we were told 10 of plans creatively for Daniel Bryan's AEW debut uh, as of this time of writing, which was tonight. Uh, the plan is for Bryan Danielson to make his AEW debut on September 22nd when AEW heads to Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. Pretty huge. Pretty awesome. That is Pretty massive. Massive. That is rad. That is absolutely
3: I mean, I it, nothing is really shocking anymore. Uh, oh, this is why I thought it was PW Insider on our on our second take because it was PW Insider that said there were no merchandise or action figure plans in place ah. for Brian within WWE for the remainder of the year, yes. which led to speculation
2: yes. that he was going to come
3: your That's what I got. Yes. Um, it nothing nothing can be shocking anymore, Larson. Nothing really can be shocking anymore. Um, AEW obviously has impressed. A great many people. Uh, everybody seems to enjoy working there. Uh, tonight's episode honestly felt like what is traditionally known as like a raw after mania. It's like, holy crap, they brought everything mm-hmm. tonight. Like, we've got a lot to talk about. But that coupled with tonight's episode, coupled with the CM Punk stuff from earlier today, and then Body Slam with the, uh, with the Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson stuff. Mm-hmm is uh it's absolutely a nuts time in wrestling all out should be an absolutely crazy crazy show you got that right um so uh yeah the next uh, the, the rest of this year is going to be is going to be great it's going to be great for wrestling fans going to be great for wrestling podcasts like us just to enjoy it and and to have lots of great stuff to talk about and yep. fantasy matches and dream matches and and uh yeah this is a uh, this is absolutely really really great stuff hopefully it's all true, and hopefully it all comes to fruition, yeah hope so. Uh, hope so. yeah. hope so. So uh so yeah, let's talk about a uh, dynamite because like I said, holy moly, a lot what happened. A, what a great show. This was honestly like the most stacked dynamite that I in my in, 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 in my memory anyways.
2: I think just last week I was putting over how well paced last week's show was because it was bang, 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 no let up. The crowd fit off the show. The show fit off the crowd. And for the second week in a row, they've managed to do the same thing all over again. Where mm-hmm. it's really well paced. It never lets up. There's never a dull moment. Because of the energy the show brings, the crowd brings energy. Which infuses more energy into the show itself. Um, yeah, top to bomb. Just really fun stuff. Uh, I never really thought, despite rumors that he was going to show up at AEW at one point. Never really thought I'd see Nick Gage in AEW. Sure enough, he's gonna have a match next week against Chris Jericho. Um I know he's not a huge name now, but Chavo Guerrero showing up to 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 work with Andrade is awesome. Chavo is great. Um there's there's this and then I didn't figure we'd see a title change tonight in the main event. Not only was it absolutely bonkers, um, but we got a new IWGP US champion in Lance Archer.
3: Yeah, really, really spectacular match. I'm a big fan of Archer, Same. and uh, and I thought that, you know, obviously a death match, uh, a lot of that stuff mirrored their death match in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, was absolutely spectacular. They, they booked Archer the way he really needs to be booked mm-hmm. and should have been booked this entire time just as an absolute uh, uh, death machine. A murder hawk um, monster, if you will. The, yeah, when he got up from that Death Rider and flipped him the bird and just right there on TV said, fuck you mm-hmm. oh my gosh was great you know it was great and it's finally and, he got that yeah.
2: huge win that he's been needing basically since he yeah. didn't beat cody for the tnt title
3: that choke slam on the, on the chair backs mm. oh god why would a guy do that that sucked that sucked
2: so bad that looked like it sucked really bad
3: i i leapt out of my chair for that one and then the actual finish uh, I leapt out of my chair, and uh, I was pretty happy about that. That was yeah. pretty – that was no, I, something else, man. Yeah,
2: yeah, same. I like how you, you, you mentioned this, their callbacks to uh, uh, their their Tokyo Dome Wrestle Kingdom death match, especially the the finish where in that match, and I think even a match at AEW, Mox did the, the paradigm shift off the apron through the two tables, and he's like, oh, I'm going to up the ante this time. Let's put some barbed wire on him. And it ended up taking that time to do that and end up costing him the match. I like those little yeah. details, you know.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh man the, the the freedom that they get in AEW to tell those stories, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's not not a knock on on WWE. They their wrestlers are able to tell those kind of stories as well. But it's always fun, regardless of the promotion, to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like it. Same, um, same. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, dude, there's you know we can talk about every segment because basically every segment had something in it. But I mean, let's just start off at the beginning. Uh, the labors of Jericho. Uh, kick us off with Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears, the chairman who's allowed in this match to have chair. Uh, and uh, when he tries to use it, uh, Jericho uh, basically is able to counter it. Well, first, uh, this before the
2: match started, like a real highlight of the show for us before the match began when Chris Jericho was making his entrance. Who do we see singing oh, along to Judas?
3: Oh, dude, Deadlock's own pulse.
2: Yeah, man, that was great.
3: Check out the Deadlock podcast. It's yes. one of my favorites. It's so damn good. Yes, And, uh, and Pulse is a friend of ours. Yep. Great guy. Yeah, awesome great. to see awesome him there. Dude. Awesome dude. Yeah, That
2: was great. Knows, anyways, all, the words to, knows all the words to Judas. Anyways, I just wanted to interrupt for that one little thing. Carry on.
3: <laughs> no, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, so anyways, when Spears finally gets to use that chair, he swings it at Jericho. Jericho takes him down, puts him in the walls. Tully comes to distract. Sammy runs him off. Spears tries to, he gets Jericho up on his, like, fireman carry with, like, a, 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 a the chair on it. It's just loosely cobbled together. Tries for a C4 with both those things, but it just falls apart. Jericho sends him into a chair that had been wedged in the corner earlier. Uh, and bouncing off that, he gets a, a Spears eats a Judas effect. 4-3. This was shy. So, uh, MJF was on commentary the whole mm-hmm. time. He's pretty mm-hmm. good. And he comes out. He says, no, 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 stop that music. Stop that music. He says, listen, next week... Uh, for his second labor, he's like, because evidently you don't like playing with uh, playing according to the rules, Jericho. I've got a guy who doesn't know how to play by the rules. He's a man who's robbed a bank and stabbed a man in his jugular. And immediately, everybody knows in the wrestling world uh, who that is. And Nick Gage comes out. And, <laughs> and he's got the pizza cutter he's with him. He's got the arts.
2: pizza cutter with him. Yeah. And Jericho looks like he's about to crap his pants if he hadn't already. Jericho's reaction was great. He's like, oh, gosh. I'm he in was form. not I'm in trouble. Not into that. No, he wasn't. But he had, you know, he had some time to reflect, and later on he seemed to have steeled himself for the battle that's going to ensue next week.
3: He's got a response. We'll talk about that yeah, in we'll a bit. Yeah, we'll
2: talk about that later. So after that, we had a Miro promo. Uh, this one was pretty quick. So said there have been many champions before him, but there will be none after him. And he says at homecoming, God's favorite champion will fight. Who can beat him? These are the words of the Redeemer. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's who, do so think, good. Uh, who do you think?
3: Who do you think Homecoming is going to be a stacked show too? Yeah, yeah. That's, I, we get our we get our Cody Malachi Black match
2: there. I too. I'm guessing the sense that's going to be like the the not only Homecoming in the sense they're back at Jacksonville. They made a point of saying tonight that's going to be the first show there for a while. So I imagine as kind of a thank you to the fans there, they're going to pull out all the stops. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would suspect. Uh, uh, after that, but I don't know. Sort uh, specifics, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. Like who's going to be? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm still convinced it's going to be a little while, but I'm convinced that it's going to be Jungle Boy that eventually takes it off him.
2: Miro's going to seems... have that belt for a while.
3: He's probably going to have that title for a little while. Yeah, but they got to they got to start. You know, I. This isn't just because of my feelings about Christian Cage. They got to stop putting him the making him the focal point of jungle of uh, Jurassic Express, man. That's the Jungle story. Though. That's the story they're the doing with it. there. He got he got to pat him on the shoulder today. That was all Jungle Boy really got. I know, to do
2: but I that. think that's the story is is because as we saw last week when when Christian Cage got on, on uh, Luchasaurus' shoulder, Jungle Boy was not too happy about that. Yeah, dude. That's the story yeah. they're telling.
3: He's like, "You're not Edge.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around."
3: uh after that we had uh doc gallows versus elite hunter frankie kazarian uh and this match was you know whatever it was fine uh really was made to to set up the next bit here because uh so and carl anderson distracts gallows hits a sit out power bomb for three to get the win mm-hmm. and then calis and omega come down it was pretty funny kenny gets on the mic and it said like, for months you've been a thorn on our side frankie the elite hunter ha ha Oh, boy, how the tables have turned because the elite hunter has now the elite hunter has become uh, uh, and Calus has to get in his ear. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The elite hunter has become the elite hunted. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty didn't great. No, how to phrase it. That was so
2: good. So, was so, of course,
3: there they, he loads up the title and Cal's is like, yeah, look, what we're about to do to you. Kazarian. So they're about to, like, really destroy.
2: They're about to make an example hunter. out of Kazarian because they said, hey, Paige, this is what you can expect.
3: Mm-hmm. so uh, page comes out hangman comes out he's got his beer enters the ring Callis says, there's four of us and one of you and I know cowboys aren't very bright are you stupid or drunk and hangman didn't have a mic on him and I wish they had a, they had this segment mic'd up because he clearly says both and he gives callus the beer tries to take a Kenny runs tries to take out uh, the good brothers but mm-hmm. they get the upper hand uh, and uh, the good brothers beat him down Then the dark order come out to make the save there
2: Yep, and then Paige ends up hitting uh, Carl Anderson with the buckshot lariat. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we have a Brian Cage interview, but before uh, he gets asked a question, we go to a Team Taz announcement. Uh, they've crowned a new FTW champion, and now Starks says he wants to invite everybody to a celebration next week in Charlotte. And he says, being from New Orleans, I know a thing or two about partying. Uh, he said <laughs> he's going to show, uh, show up and show out in absolute fashion. He'd go back to Cage and uh, uh, Cage asks if there Team Taz is still there in the arena. No. All right. So he says, so next week there's going to be a celebration for Starks. That works out. I love celebrations.
3: Yeah. Uh, after- so he's going
2: to crash it. He's going to crash the celebration.
3: <laughs> I'm it's assuming gonna he's going to crash the celebration. Uh, is he going to have a shirt on or off, Larson? Because uh-huh. just just watching TV, he had the shirt on.
2: I mean, watching watching AW makes leads me to believe that he doesn't own a single shirt.
3: That could be. That's very possible. And if he does, it's like a, a Wolverine shirt.
2: Yeah. Uh, after that, we had
3: Darby Allen with FPOS rib tape on versus Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. And uh, they showed Hikaleu in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and the high point of this match, it was a good match, but the high point of this match clearly was Orange Cassidy being out there with uh, and Sting, of course, being out there. Oh, gosh, that was And so good. Uh, they have a face-off, very dramatic. Oh. Orange Cassidy hits some of his very lazy kicks.
2: Does his hands and pockets, yeah.
3: Does the hands and pockets, and then Sting, they both load up for their own lazy super kicks. They both give lazy super kicks in tandem.
2: Yeah, I like that Sting was the first one to do the shin kick after the hands and yeah. pockets, Sting did the lazy. Right. Shin yeah. Kick yeah. 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 They, yeah, the
3: they trade those, and then he does the laziest Sting chest bump. He goes,
2: "Oh, so good."
3: It was was hilarious. And the funny thing is about it, Darby gets distracted by it for a second.
2: He's like, what's going
3: on out here? Muta goes for the roll-up. Darby gets out of that, hits a stunner and a coffin drop for uh, for the win there.
2: Yeah, it was a fun match. And then afterwards, Mm -hmm. uh, the Blade, who has a match with uh, Orange Cassidy later in the show, runs out, hits Cassidy with some brass knuckles. Uh, We have uh, Lance Archer, Mox video package hyping up their main event tonight. And then we get the uh, women's title match, Nyla Rose. Versus Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was pretty. This there's parts of it that were that worked that, that, that I really enjoyed. There's a couple bits mm-hmm. that are a little clunky. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there were a little. There bit, were a little clunky. Yeah. Um, down the stretch, though, uh, Britt she runs into a choke slam. She kicks out of that. Uh, then hits a crucifix bomb that gets her a two count. Then she hits another crucifix roll up. Uh, gets a two there, and then Britt hits a pair of stomps, gets her a two count. Uh, she runs into a forearm. Rebel gets on the apron to distract. Britt goes and grabs the title. She throws it to Nyla. Bump. She does the Eddie Guerrero thing. She does the Eddie Guerrero thing. Yeah. But Vicky's down there. She grabs the ref's ankle so he can't turn mm-hmm. around and see what happened. And while that's going on, Nyla tosses the belt back to Britt, and is is it like is like in a position saying, "Don't do it," you know, "Don't hit mm-hmm. me with it." And the ref turns mm-hmm. around. And he doesn't DQ Brit, just kind of admonishes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that allows Nyla to hit a beast bomb. Brit kicks out. Nyla goes for another. Brit escapes, sinks in Lockjaw to get the win.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I may, I'm i just speculating here. It's kind of a long match. Maybe it's easy to get lost in the spots. I don't know how wrestling works. <laughs> I don't know either. So, I mean, I'm just trying to I'm figuring out a reason. Um after that we had a truncated, apparently the full version of this, I think I saw somebody in chat mention the full version of this, I think, is on YouTube. Oh, all right. Um uh, FTR. I just think the show was so packed that they truncated the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. FTR and LAX press conference with no press and no questions. Um, so I think uh Dak starts off saying uh yeah, something yeah. and yeah, Santana he said says the four of
2: them aren't all that different, you know. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. says I respect uh, Santana Ortiz as wrestlers, but as a man, they don't get any of my respect. And then Ortiz, um, is saying like, well, essentially saying, well, hey, while you were off in WWE, uh, mm-hmm. we were here at AEW from the beginning. And, <laughs> and Sant- then
3: Santana just starts p- pulling out like a photo album. He's like, he's like, hey, look at this. It's a picture of my mom after she had me. She was fifteen. Uh, look at this picture right here. This is uh, my mom's apartment. It was a piece of trash place. And then look at this newspaper clipping or something. I don't even know what that last yeah. You couldn't really tell what it was if if it was like some
2: legal paperwork or a newspaper clipping. Yeah, (laughs) where he's like, this is my my mom taking the slumlords to court so we can have a decent place to live or something like that. Yeah. What does this?
3: What does have any of this have to do with wrestling? Because then Dax just yells back, "I believe in three things: God, family, and professional wrestling." Something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Like God. Yeah, yeah. He says it? I only care yeah.
2: about I only care about three things: God, my family, professional wrestling. We're going to show up next week and beat and beat your ass.
3: I'm like nobody's really like they're just talking and not saying anything. It's hilarious.
2: Yeah, it feels like they were having <laughs> two different conversations. Yeah, somehow edited yeah, it together.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah, but if it was um, longer but, and it
2: was you know truncated, then that would make sense.
3: Yeah, I just think that they're probably just trying to pack so much stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he says, like, he pulled out the pictures, but the camera didn't even show any of the pictures to to the audience. He was just yeah. pick, pulling out pictures randomly. I'm like, you're younger than us. Like, what? You have like pictures from like the 1980s or 70s or something? What's going on here? I don't know. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, an Andrade promo. Mm-hmm. He comes out and he says, or it's supposed to be an interview, basically, but it turns into sort of a promo. He uh, says, you know, to everybody, he says, "Tranquilo, hold on a second. He says, "Before we start." Andrade has a surprise for everyone because everybody crapped on the idea of Vicky Guerrero being my uh, executive consultant. I kept it in the familia new executive consultant, Chavo Guerrero. great. Which is really cool. So Chavo comes out. He says, Hey, this is the place to be. When I walked around backstage, I saw so much talent. What a great time to be a wrestling fan. And he says, but with all due respect, I don't see anybody that has as much talent as this man. So that brings out Death Triangle.
2: Yeah, so Death Access. Triangle came up to the stage, yeah. And,
3: and he says, I don't know who you think you are, Andrade. Last week we heard our name in your moat. For the record,
2: let it be known that Death Triangle hides from no one. Yeah, uh, Andrade says, thanks for coming. Hey, guys, thanks for coming. Hey but guys. he says to, to Phoenix and Penta, they're good. But with Andrade, they could be great. He calls himself an elite superstar, uh, Chavo. Takes over for a bit and says he's going to explain it to Pac. Uh, says they're all talented, but he looks at their waists, just not shiny enough. If they want to mm-hmm. change that, then, then Penta and Phoenix need to listen to Andrade. And Andrade says, I got a question for Phoenix and Penta. Why do you work for Pac? And he says, now you work for me. And pa- Pac says he doesn't know what planet Andrade is on, but Phoenix and Penta don't work for him. They're fa- They're a family, a brotherhood. And then Phoenix takes the mic, says he and Penta are the real-faced Latinos. Uh, Penta grabs the mic. Alex translates. I like that's getting over where Alex Penta says.
3: Penta says?
2: He says, uh, why would they want to join a group with them, with him, when they're not even – when Andrade's not even on their level. So they go get in the apron, kind of have a a showdown, a face-off, and wrestling mm -hmm. producers come and break it up.
3: A bit ballsy. A bit uh, presumptive of Mr. El Idolo to come out and say, hey, guys, what's up? You work for me now. You work for me now. Like, look, we're not. No, there's definitely a a problem with communication here because I don't think Andrade knows how hiring employees works. Well,
2: maybe this is just him trying to recruit them to join him. And that doesn't happen. He forms his own group.
3: Listen, here's the thing. Number one, I got freaked out when Pac started walking in front of his faction. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah, you. I know. If you're in a faction and you're on the microphone, never walk in front of your faction, okay? Because somebody is going to get a chair out or a kendo stick or they're just going to jump you. Never get in front of your faction. Number two, don't recruit people by saying, hey, what's up? You work for me now. Yeah. You get a T-shirt it's not work. Yeah, with your logo on it,
0: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why.
1: I thought it was an eco-move
3: But no, no I, I, amount of 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 convincing. Hey, your waist doesn't look shiny. No, 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 no. It's this. Here's a t shirt. Look at the cool logo. What I'm
2: trying to say is I think we would be, be something if we get L I A E W.
3: Right. Yes. L I. Yeah. L I A Los Gobernables Day. All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. That's good. So, what do you do you think? So, you think Andrade's going to get his own dudes? Or do you think uh, Pac and Phoenix... I'm sorry, uh, Phoenix and Penta. Wouldn't it be funny if like, it was Pac and one of the dudes and not like the obvious choice of yeah, Phoenix and Penta? Or if it was just Pac. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week you said I work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want a second paycheck. Because I'm already getting yeah, one from Yeah, he's moodlining
2: um, in two factions.
3: Exactly, yeah. I can do both. <laughs>
2: So after that, we had a, a, a bit from earlier in the night, Hardy Family Office. They're beating up Marco stunt in Jurassic Express. Christian runs out to make the save. We get a promo from Christian. Uh, he says, hey, Hardy Family Office, it took two of you to take out poor little Marco. Um, and he says, I thought I was done with you, about Hardy, last week, but apparently not. We're going to finish it. I want a match next week. It's going to be Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Private Party and Angelico. And yeah, he, uh, Christian does all the talking. Uh, he's going to wear out his welcome with Jurassic Express real, real soon.
3: I wonder how that's going to go down because everybody loves all these guys, and I don't know. Maybe Christian Christian should be a heel. Maybe yeah, like he a could easily turn a heel. heel. Yeah, you think he's going to turn heel on these guys? There's like two and a half of them. But the well, really three because you can count Luchasaurus as like two guys, and then Marco stunt is like half a guy, and then Jungle Boy's a dude. You
2: know, yeah, he's
3: one. He's one. Well, Luchasaurus he's so tall.
2: No, I know and Marco's, Marco's, I know Marco's really is very tiny, short. Yes, man.
3: he's really short. Yes, I know. And he's like, he, he gets beat up by everybody, man. So next up, we had uh, like the fastest segment on the show it was like 15 seconds long, which was hilarious because it, it, it's apropos. It belongs to the factory. They were being interviewed by Marvez and uh, uh, QT. Marshall's asked, hey, Marvez says last week you poured a protein shake on Tony Shavani's head. Very quickly. Tell me, are you going to apologize to him? And QT Marshall said, yeah, sure. Next week. <laughs> basically he said like a sentence yeah he
2: said he's he's like hey marvis what are you looking nervous for i'm not gonna dump a protein shake on your head but yes i i I do owe tony an apology and they'll happen the rig next week yeah
3: (laughs) yeah uh sorry look at Hugo long heavy's uh chat it's funny no I
2: uh blade
3: versus orange cassidy (laughs) the blade versus orange cassidy was next Oh, this is what you get. This is what you guys are missing out on if you're not joining us for Twitch. Yep. Uh, so the blade, uh, this blade is pretty clever in this match. They, honestly, I'm kind of surprised he didn't win because because he gave a gut wrench bomb on top turnbuckle Amazing. to Orange Cassidy.
2: Amazing. Gosh, that, that was insane. I popped, that, I popped huge for that.
3: That was so unexpected. Uh, but to kick things off, he sort of plays possum. And uh, is able to get the ref distracted, putting O.C. in the corner, Orange Cassidy in the corner. So Blade goes up and he and he wrecks him with a kick or whatever. Uh, So Statlander and the Bunny get into it ringside. The Blade pulls Statlander in front of him as Orange Cassidy is hitting a suicide dive, and then Orange Cassidy is able to maneuver Blade so that he accidentally runs into the Bunny. Mm -hmm. Did 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 I miss it? Did Orange Cassidy tend to Statlander at all? Like after that happened, I didn't notice. Because oh, I look I sort of looked, I was like, oh wow, that was rough. When I looked down, I looked back up, and I'm like, why is he not tending to like Statlander? Like she's his good friend. Maybe even more. Are they together? Are they like romantically? Like I don't do know. we know? I don't know. I thought I thought maybe they were, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what people do. Anyways, Blade hits a corkscrew tombstone for two. Uh Orange Cassidy well, hits that like the finish. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> two moves that should have been a finish. Right? Yeah. I know. Uh, Anyways where are we in the the finish here So So, Bunny uh, gets Blade the the brass knuckles Uh, Orange Cassidy evades that Hits an orange punch for three Yeah and then afterwards uh, uh,
2: uh, Orange gets the brass knuckles After the match and hits uh, Blade with an orange punch with those
3: Oh is that what it is Caleb with a K is with Starlander Really? That's cool That's a good looking couple right there
2: Uh, Then we get a Chris Jericho interview His back's to the camera and he says if uh, MJF is going to bring the most demented man, of the business, in to face him, then he's going to have to bring out the most demented version of himself. He turns around. This is next week. Dick Gage versus the Paidmaker.
3: Ooh, very exciting.
2: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of next week, uh, our AEW title is going to be on the line, right?
3: Our. Our? What does our mean?
2: I mean, it's in your possession, but it's our belt. We just trade it based on who pr- picks things
3: Perfect. Yeah, legally legally speaking, if we ever dissolved as a company, this is probably a property that would be considered both of
2: ours. Correct. So in the legal sense, it is our title.
3: Yeah. but You're just in possession
2: of it at the current time. It's mine. It's yours, if right. we
3: ever broke up as a company, I think we'd probably just say, okay, who won predictions last for this title? Okay, you get to keep that. I think we'd just do that.
2: Or or liquidate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. We'd chuck it all in our storage facility and have storage wars come by.
2: Uh, So next week, uh, Jericho versus Gage, Santana Ortiz versus FTR. That's going to be a tough match to call, to pick pick a winner there. Uh, Uh, Wait,
3: which one? Oh, FTR versus LAX?
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's a toss-up right there. i got
3: to watch that entire. I think, here's the thing. I'm I'm pretty sure LAX, that was not a fart, it was my chair. I'm pretty sure LAX is going to win that, just by virtue of the fact that Santana busts out a picture of his mom, of his teenage mom. That to me kind of says that Santana Ortiz is going to win, but I don't know. I'm going to have to watch that entire YouTube thing and see if there's any go home math on the uh, on the YouTube clip.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
3: Or watch a uh, darker elevation
2: next week. Yeah. So Christian Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking on Angelico and Helicone Private Party, and then the winner of the U.S. title bout, uh, Mox or Archer versus uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Hikaleu. Thank you, Hikaleu. Um, and then uh, the elite, super elite taking on. Page and the Dark Order five-on-five match, elimination match. And then they announced that Tony Khan was going to announce a new live event. A new – oh, a new live event?
3: I thought it was going to be – okay, that's cool. Are they doing like a house show or something?
2: I don't know. They also Mm -hmm. said at Homecoming it's going to be Malachi Black versus Cody.
3: Yeah, that's huge. That's pretty massive. I figured that'd be All Out, but nope. That's crazy.
2: That's how loaded All Out is going to be. They don't even have time for that match
3: right um unless they do like a a series that's possible but but i don't know um let's get back to fight for the fallen otherwise the except for ftr versus lax these are all these are all sort of gimmies, aren't they like jurassic express has to beat hardy
2: family office they got christian on their team unless it literally falls apart there um uh, no i don't think so i feel like i feel like jurassic express has to beat hardy family office
3: Dark Order's got to win that match. Yeah, and
2: Paige they got to win that match. So yeah, mm-hmm. and Archer's going to retain. So he's not dropping that title. So, so yeah. it's got to be yeah, Santana Ortiz or FTR. I mean, they'll yep. probably announce they might announce another match or two between now and the actual show. So yeah, do our yeah, picks. Yeah. So.
3: we might have some more uh, yeah, some more picks there. Uh, and then yeah, like you said, two weeks uh, Malachi Black versus Cody for Homecoming. And then there was so you said you said earlier in the show that Homecoming it's going to be like they're going to be back at Daly's place for a little yeah, while. Daly's
2: place. It's going to be at Daly's Place, and I believe uh, Excalibur said that it's the, their last trip there for a while.
3: It's their Oh, it's the last trip at Daly's Place for a while, and then they're back on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, that's cool. I don't really like Daly's Place. Uh, yeah, that, and then they had like a video package for Malachi Black versus uh, Cody. Mm, that was <laughs> pretty good. well done. Yeah, that was, was well good. done.
2: And then we had our main event. Holy crap, it This It was, was great. great. This was great. This was great. So awesome. Where to start. Uh, we'll start with the form, How About I when guess. Archer
3: threw a person. At oh, yeah, the we should, Mox. then they'll
2: start at the, nearly the beginning then. So, yeah, they're out brawling in a crowd. Uh, they brawl up in the crowd a bit back towards ringside when Archer throws a fan at Moxley. Uh, <laughs> we get back to the ring box clotheslines Archer out of it, goes for a suicide dive. Archer forearms him. peels back the mat's ringside looks mm-hmm. for a body slam or something. Mox escapes. It's a paradigm shift on the exposed floor. This busts open Archer. He's bleeding all over the place. Uh, while Archer's trying to get up and get back in the ring, Mox gets a fork and starts jabbing it in Archer's <laughs> head.
3: <laughs> that was amazing. It, so, it was so brutal.
2: It was great. It's, and he it did it a couple times tough. during the course of the match. So Mox gets a table from, two tables from the ring, actually, set him up near ringside, kind of like he did at the Wrestle Kingdom match where they're right next to each other, right near the like, middle of the ring ringside. Yeah, and he tosses yeah. some weapons in the ring, takes the fork to Archer again. Chop blocks him. <laughs> takes a chair to his leg. Hits him with the dragon screw leg whip. Puts the chair around his ankle. Jumps off the second rope to stomp on it. Uh, Mox is looking to hit Archer with the trash can lid. Instead, Archer just punches the lid right into Mox's face. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're trading some strikes. Mox thinks of getting the advantage there. He bites Archer in his head where he's bleeding from. Hits a German suplex. Archer no-sells it. Hits like a ripcord boss man slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits Mox with the trash can sets up a couple chairs he's looking for a blackout through those chairs. Yeah. Mox escapes that, low blows Archer, and so the chairs were, were facing each other with the the front of the seats touching. And so Archer uh, or Mox flipped it around so the the backs of the chairs were touching. So there was like a hard ridge if someone were to land on them. And yeah. someone did. When Archer choke Mox onto the top of the chairs. That sucked.
3: You know what I you know it was a really cool Little bit of, I don't know what it would be called. I guess storytelling, crowd manipulation, whatever. Do you notice Mox got some booze when he did the low blow? Yeah. He got the low blow, and that's setting up because at that point the match kind of switches so you get the babyface win with Archer when typically Mox would be the babyface in this situation. That's really fucking smart.
2: Also because it's, uh, it's, it's Archer's hometown. Yeah, yeah. You know, that helps too. So Archer follows with the boot. He's looking for a cannonball. Uh, Mox counter was a lariat, then a paradigm shift. Ref starts counting. Archer's up at like four. Yeah. He just pops right up, middle right. fingers for Mox. Yeah. And then Mox comes over, starts stabbing Archer with the fork again. <laughs> and so Mox goes and gets those panels of barbed wire from under the ring, puts it on top of the tables. Uh, Archer's rolling out to the apron, and Mox mm-hmm. is looking for a paradigm shift, but Archer grabbed the fork. Starts <laughs> going mm-hmm. after Mox with it. And the choke slams him through all those bar, bar all the, the bar bar tables, uh, for the win. Mox can't uh, get up before the ten count. Uh, it was pretty great. It's a fantastic match. Uh, afterwards, Hikaleo uh, walks into the ring uh, to face off with Archer, and Archer says he wants some. Come get some.
3: Yeah, boy, man, I marked out so hard.
2: Yeah, it's, that's awesome for Archer. He needed a huge win. I'm so happy he got it. For sure. So that happy he got it the
3: uh <laughs> the fork to the head stuff it
2: was like something you see in a prison movie it really was if you know? <laughs> so i know mock you know he you hold it in your hand so so the the tongs of the fork are like you know yeah not yeah out. sure but if you do it in such a violent manner shit you it know it look, just
3: looks cool regardless yeah, like does.
2: i know they're not actually like doing it
3: but oh my god it was awesome what what isn't fake is that choke slam on the chair back
2: yeah, you can't. You can't. That fake sucked. That. You can't, can't keep That
3: that just absolutely sucked.
2: Remember that time it was uh, Alistair versus uh, Adam Cole, and Adam Cole ate a spot like that over two chairs. Yeah, I know. The same I way. know.
3: I know. It's back when NXT was treated like a real brand. <laughs> yeah. It was. Aslan. Aslan. Stephen Lee
2: an afterthought.
3: Took and flip took my brand and just uh just buried it. Anyways. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some. Now I need a new brand, man. I guess it's AEW. <laughs> yeah, come on, join me being an AEW
2: shill, Steve. AEW's oh, best. Oh, no, no,
3: we, we I'll be a, uh, I'll be an MLW shill. All right. Uh, what about Ring of Honor? I'll be Jason. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's answer some questions here. Oh, by the way, tomorrow numbers don't lie. Yes. Uh, Friendo oh. Club TV, five dollars a month uh on patreon patreon.com forward slash steven larson a twitch sub or a youtube channel membership gets you access to watching the show hanging out yep uh voting survey is still open right now it is it is it is uh let's see here uh tom anthony r what's next for brit baker
2: I don't know who's number one contender or who's next.
3: Whatever here, I'll rankings. look at the rankings. No, I'm already on I'm on it. I'm it. On it. I don't think
2: there's any videos playing.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh let's see here. Statlander. Yeah, I'm thinking of like a bad I mean Britt, so, I guess Britt can be either a good
2: guy or so guy. uh just below Nyla Rose in the rankings is Thunder Rosa. Oh yeah,
3: she was there tonight. At least she tweeted a picture of herself there. hmm Um yeah, it'll be interesting what they do with Britt's character in terms of she could be either a good guy or a bad guy. She just is who she is. Um Yeah, Thunder Rosa, I don't know. You think they're going to it'd be likely they'd revisit that soon? I mean, that that's an all-out match. That that could yeah. potentially be an all-out match. Yeah. Jade Cargill, that's a that's a big one.
2: That would be pretty huge. That's a big one. Just, I just think she that she hasn't been on T- she hasn't been on Dynamite wrestling in a while, you know.
3: That's just sort of the thing about about the women's division is that there's not like just a line of people ready. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. Yeah. Unless maybe Britt somebody. will get her win over Rosa. That's a good point. Uh, Hugo Long. Have having made that point.
2: Uh, white Brownie says realistically, how close is AEW at catching up on both viewership and demo to SmackDown? It's got a ways to go before SmackDown. Now, if they bring in punk and Daniel Bryan, it's still, especially if Raw is going to keep getting numbers like they did this week. Um, it, they still got a ways to go to get there consistently but if Raw settles back down to where they were one and a half and AEW keeps putting on awesome shows and they can get Punk and Brian, give it some time but they could start they could be on the heels of Raw they could possibly they probably have a better chance of passing them on the 18 to 49 demo than actual viewership numbers because they were really yeah. close last week they were within yeah. three what three hundreds
3: yeah yeah um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what you just said sounds right. Um, I don't know. I mean, WWE is doing themselves no favors by like alienating themselves from their hardcore base with all this NXT stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody wants to see cross. I mean, I look, I personally thought it was funny cause I don't like cross, but like nobody really wants to see that. Like any real NXT fan is like really into it. It's like, oh man, cross, he's a monster. And then he they're not doing themselves any favors, but I mean, they, they, they aim for like a bigger thing than that, I guess, by bringing in the bigger names, you know, they could bring in and they can keep on popping the ratings. You know, they still have like maybe Ronda Rousey would be interested. Um, they seem, WWE seems to be able to go back to that. Well, to the short-term ratings boost ad nauseum, they seem to be able to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I don't know if if this past week was just a ratings bump or if they're going to be able to continue that momentum to SummerSlam and through. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But uh, all AEW needs to do is just keep on making the right signings and telling the right stories. And, you know, even if it's two, three, four, five years from now, as as long as they keep up what they're doing, they'll be competitive, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, really, as long as they keep their broadcast partners happy with their numbers mm-hmm. and they can keep themselves afloat financially, mm-hmm. you know, then they can just focus on telling the stories they want to tell, bringing mm-hmm. to the people they want to bring, developing younger talent to keep the company going into the future. And if, if they happen to catch up to Raw or surpass Raw, so be it. But I don't know if that's necessarily a concern for them right now.
3: I think it's probably like the the cherry on top, you know, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably like they they're focusing on their business model. It, it obviously Tony Khan Con- is not the kind of guy who, you know, like Bischoff back in the day would put Hogan versus Goldberg on just to beat Raw that week in the ratings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but you know, if they keep on making good moves and continue doing what they're doing and getting you know a lot of buzz. Then, then they'll get there eventually, but that'll just be a result of what they're doing as opposed to trying to do that
2: thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, While Bill says, if Cody and Malachi is at homecoming, then it feels like Cody's going to win. Unless it's like a DQ situation. No, Cody is not going to cleanly, cleanly beat Malachi Black. It's not going to happen.
3: Yeah, there, I mean, it's it's possible there's a DQ situation, but I, I don't think that... Malachi Black is going to start off his AEW career with it with the O and one. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, JTV says if you were to introduce a manager to be your consultant, uh, wait, which which? Let's see. Next week, okay. So yeah, Homecoming is in August, right? It's the yes, first it's thing the of
2: first August. week, okay, first Wednesday okay. of August.
3: JTV says if you were to introduce a manager to be your consultant, which retired wrestler would it be? For me, it'd be Raven.
2: Good, Sid. Oh yeah, that's
3: good. Uh, what what advice do you think Sid would give you that's
2: oh it's all softball related
3: oh wow interesting
2: that's so happened to would be my gimmick so it's, it's cool
3: softball player yeah I mean QT's is bowling guy
2: so yeah virtually
3: why not yeah why not be softball guy uh,
2: let's see here uh, Jorge D with Cody abandoning uh, QT and his jobbers from Malachi they seem so lost they never interacted with anyone outside of Cody so they can't really start a feud with anyone and Cody didn't let them get any wins, so they got zero momentum. They don't even win on dark. Is there any way to fix them or just scrap them at this point?
3: Whoa, whoa, wait a second! QT pin the, Cody. They're in a, a feud. They're in a feud right now with Tony Schiavone.
2: Well, that's more Tony Schiavone versus protein shakes.
3: That's a big deal. Tony Schiavone is a big deal, and that is a massive feud. That's an all-out main event level feud. I
2: can't argue with that. I can't argue with. That. <laughs> you try as Marshall I might, I can't Tony argue with Schiavone.
3: That course he cannot uh, <laughs> uh best in the west is black would lose his first match if it was against jeff hardy <laughs> good point uh let's see here uh dog authority figure i kind of thought this too but maybe because it was specifically a texas death match uh, dog authority figure says since it was an iwgp u.s championship match shouldn't the ref have done a 20 count so it wasn't a count out it was a ten count because it's a death match, and it's the guy can't get up to his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's different.
2: Yeah, uh, Joe Lariato live event could be a huge cross promotion event. Maybe Impact, New Japan, AEW, NW.
3: Ooh, what if Tony Khan's going to announce Bound for Glory? The like super they're show. participating. Yeah, the Super Show. They should call it. What was that Super Show back in the day that tried to compete with WrestleMania? Oh yeah, um, like Stars. It wasn't that wasn't Stark? It was a. Uh, oh, what was it?
2: It's what was t- it? It's on the tip of my tongue, too.
3: There was like three. Uh, uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, uh,
3: uh, uh, what was it? And that was one. La- didn't Lawler win the title then? And like he kept it. And they were like, hey, I give it back. So, yeah. It was the old super old school one. The Von Erichs.
2: Yeah. God, what was it called? Super Clash. Was it Super Clash? That sounds right. That sounds right. Could be it.
4: I super think it was Clash. Super
2: Clash. <laughs> Floppy
3: Dodger says a W bounder for glory <laughs> <laughs> bound for even more glory. Uh, Steve Klein says who from LIJ should appear on a W and who are they feud with Naito? If you're going to have somebody have it be Naito. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when, when, when he introduced Chavo heroes of wrestling, I, part of me, I was like, dude, are they going to bring Naito out for this show? The show's already really stacked. Could you imagine if Naito showed up?
2: I mean, I, I, Couldn't just because New Japan has a show in like three days. I think they're defending (laughs) the tag title. So I was like, I know it's not going to happen.
3: Stranger things have happened. Yeah, Super Clash 3, that's what it was.
2: Yeah. Uh, Church says, after the show tonight, can you please check the Patreon inbox for me? I have a favor to ask. Sure. Sure thing.
3: Uh, Goldie says, kind of sucks. Jeff Hardy is getting some heat for beating Cross. Jeff Hardy should be getting zero heat from anybody for doing anything. He did what he was what he was asked to do. He's got a job, so he's supposed to do it. He is a Hall of Famer. He's one of the most influential wrestlers of all time. Uh he should be getting zero heat from anybody. Um I, I, don't, I have no idea why there'd be any, you know. When I when I slander his name, it's simply because as a competitor in K he lost to Veer on main event. Yeah, totally like a week ago. Totally. So he should not be pinning the NXT champion no. even if his feet are on the
2: ropes. Yes. Yes. But that ain't his fault. Nope. Oregon Grinder says, who do you think will be the next two-time champ in AEW any title? FTR that's... might be the the, the the two-time tag champs before anybody else has a shot at being a two-time champ elsewhere. Uh,
3: yeah, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. That's a possibility, yeah, because I don't think uh, – I don't think – Darby's going to go back after that title. Mm -mm. The Mm -mm. TNT title.
4: Mm
2: -mm.
3: Black Mega Man says, so in Steve rankings, Jeff Hardy's above Christian Cage. Oh, a million percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think objectively, yeah.
3: Jeff Hardy, yeah. His career has been
2: stellar. Absolutely stellar. Uh, Rocco asks, who's going to take the tag titles off the Young Bucks?
3: Um... Oh, it wouldn't shock me if that happened at all out, also with the Dark Order.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, That
3: would, that would, people would, it would blow up if, uh, Silver and Reynolds Mm -hmm. took those titles. Oh, apparently
2: the, the, the five man team is going to be Paige and then Grayson and Uno and then Silver and Reynolds. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, all right, we'll end on this. Well, no, that's not even a question. Do we have one more question here on Twitch? Or are we good?
2: Uh, Deng MQ asks, should Ring of Honor join the Forbidden Door? If so, wrestlers which wrestlers from Ring of Honor should appear? Deng MQ says, I want to see Roosh, Bandito, Jonathan Gresham, the Briscoes, PCO, Dan Housen, and Jay Lethal and Tracy Williams, but not Matt Taven. I'd love to you see know, Jonathan Gresham in uh, in AEW.
3: You know the scene in uh, Anchorman when all the the anchor teams fight in different
2: news teams, yeah.
3: And then, and he's like, "Channel Thirteen, you guys have been in fourth place for five years." Oh, that's Ring of Honor, huh? <laughs> You're gonna be in dead place. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us, everybody. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later.
2: Goodbye. Help support
3: going in raw today by becoming a Frendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Frendo Club Arcade.